Hi, and welcome to Dating Funnies. Hope everyone had a great week. So, what's new and exciting with me? Huh? Well, same old, same old, you know? Try to reach out to people, try to meet people. You know, I feel like I'm on this merry-go-round. We've chatted about it before. Uh, I thought I'd share this real interesting story of a person I met uh, earlier last week, even though I was still fighting the, the flu bug and the cold. Uh, they actually uh, were someone I met on, uh, I can't remember which one, I think it was on uh, Bumble. Could have been Tinder. Uh, as some of the listeners that I have now know that I'm on several different dating sites, although I've kind of curtailed it back to where I'm just on Bumble, Tinder, I'm on OkCupid, and Plenty of Fish, but those are all free. So I'm not on any paid sites like Match or eHarmony or anything like that. Although since I unplugged from those sites, I've had the itching to get back on there. Only because I get up, I go to work, I go home. And, you know, it's difficult to go out to networking events and try to meet people. You never know who's going to be there, whether they're going to be single, married, whether they've got issues. And, you know, it's like anything. The more people you possibly be in front of, the easier it should be to, to meet somebody. And I belong to singles groups and activities groups. And, you know, just uh, so problematic. Uh, I signed up with a skiing group. And, yeah, I don't know who's married, who's not, and what their deal is. And, you know, I was supposed to go ski last week, and it was raining up in the mountains, so I didn't even go, so I couldn't even hang out and meet the new people. So, nonetheless, I met this one interesting lady who's probably in her late 40s. And I'm in my early 60s. And it seemed like a nice lady. I agreed to meet her in downtown Seattle only because she too lived on that crazy island called Bainbridge Island and I've podcasted about that with another person that I met from there and this lady is interesting met her I agreed to meet her for a glass of wine which turned into two glasses of wine like it always does and she shares with me you know that her and her husband are going through this separation process and she's still living at home with him and but he also knows that she's going out because part of their lifestyle was that they enjoyed swinging. They like to go play with other partners. And so that was part of what she's accustomed to, part of what he is accustomed to. And then she also said that the only way he allowed her to do that is that she'd have to get the gentleman to pay for her transportation if they wanted her to dress up that they would have to pay for her hair her nails her her dress kind of like uh how is it what do they call it a pay per meet type situation where you just you, you pay someone to, to date and enjoy the evening with or maybe what's these other uh dynamics out there oh yeah well, one is called sugar daddy sugar baby and so that is what she was accustomed to and so she was kind of looking for that same type of situation for me, although I shared with her I don't do pay-per-meets, uh, and I, I'm not looking for a, uh, a younger woman relationship that's based upon writing a one-time check, a weekly check, or a monthly check. That just does not even ring with me as something that I want to do or get involved with. Uh, although I've explored that avenue in the past, but each time I do that, uh, people show up, they're not who they say they are, they don't even dress nice, and then they tell me, hey, you give me all this money and I'll see you when I have time. And I'm like, what, what do you mean, when you have time? Seems to me that if I'm paying you, I'm the employer, you're the employee, you're supposed to see me when I want you to see me. I've 
I paid for that privilege. So that's a whole different dynamic that just wasn't working for me. And this lady, she was okay with the fact that I wasn't going to pay for anything other than if we were to meet up and have drinks and stuff. But it really made me sit and pause and say, well, gee whiz, what am I really looking for here? Do I really want to get involved with someone that's going through a separation, going through what sounds like a nasty divorce? Because I have no way of knowing. You know, as they say, no matter how thin you slice it, there's always two sides to his story. Oh my gosh. Her husband might find out and want to shoot me based upon her behavior, and yet I'm an innocent bystander, so to speak. So as the night went on, uh, we, we talked for a good couple hours, and what came of it was that she wanted to heighten her her interactions with people and have more than one play partner at a time and uh, wanted to be able to at least have somebody in my neck of the woods once a week and then uh, another day during the same week she go meet somebody in a different dynamic and I just had to chuckle listening to her because the holy cow you know what what is dating these days is it all about the hookup is it all about being deceitful with partnerships and marriages is it all about self-gratification? And I'm just as selfish as the next person. But I'd like to have somebody I can see on a regular basis that could be a partner and that they could evolve into a very healthy uh, relationship that entails communication, trust, uh, and, you know, we have a great intimate relationship. Just because I'm in my early 60s doesn't mean I want a companion to just hang out with and not be intimate with them. I'm not ready to call that a career yet. And when I do, then it'll probably be close for me to go to the pearly gates. So that's not appealing either. So I don't know what some of you folks have agreed to do. You might think that that's a great opportunity to just know that you have somebody you can see on the side. But, you know, for those of you who've been single for a while, men or women, would you not agree that trying to date more than two or three people or one person at a time, I mean, really date them. I mean, it's its a lot of work to kind of juggle everything, juggle schedules, uh, pay attention to them. And so, you know, as opposed to you could be sitting there one night and say, wow, you know, the last time I saw you, that red sweater looked fantastic on you. And they're going to look at you and say, well, I don't own a red sweater. Yeah, how difficult is that? And then suppose you're, you're dating two, three people and you're not telling the others that you're dating two. Where's that communication? So you're out on a date, and all of a sudden you run into your other dating partner. They're going to be taken back because they're going to say, well, gee was I thought we were dating. You didn't indicate you're dating other people. So I think that conversation needs to be had and say, hey, I'm married. Hey, I'm separated, living together, separated, living apart. Or I'm dating. I'm dating people. That's what I'm doing. Okay, cool. So that way if I run into you a week later and you're out on a date with somebody else, I say, okay, well, she's dating. He's dating. What's the harm in all that? So I'd be curious to know what you folks would do in a situation like the one I just explained about this lady wanted to have multiple partners. She even wanted to, you know, date me and add multiple part partners to the same date. It just took me back because I know people do that. There's different lifestyles for everything you can imagine out there. I get all that and I'm not a prude by any stretch, but I just had to chuckle over how quickly the conversation went to that and to how quickly she wanted to move forward with somebody so she can find someone that would be in the like mind as, as her so she can experience new things. So 
kind of a weird, interesting date. Seemed like a nice enough lady. Uh, she works over on her island, and she lives on that island, lives with her husband. So in the end, I sent her an email later that night and said, yeah, no, I'm out. That's really not what I'm looking for. So what are you guys all looking for? Am I approaching this wrong? Am I? Is this one of my repelling women challenges where I just... I hit this roadblock and I just won't go forward because it's not something I want to be involved with. I don't know. goes back to one of my earlier podcasts too where I talked about Dirty John. Happened to be on Dateline last night. So I had to chuckle because we never know who we're going to meet. We never know what their story is, if it's real or if it isn't real. If they're really who they say they are. That is a challenge. So when I meet somebody for the first time, I'll try to find them on Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn, to see if they're real. I don't care really what the story is online. I'll find out what the story is when I meet them. But that's the reason why I meet people in a safe location, so I can see what's real, what isn't. Not a fantastic story, certainly not like the rest of my stories, but, you know, not every story is going to be off the chart. It's not going to... Uh, scratch the scratch the needle, so to speak. Uh, it's not one of those moments, but it was an interesting situation to find myself in. Uh, and yet, I met her in a public place, which is what we all should do: is meet people for coffee or a glass of wine in a public place. Uh, we all need to be safe, men and women alike. With that said, thanks again for listening. Feel free to share my podcast with all your friends, coworkers, whomever. I'm on all the podcast channels. You'll find me there. I've got an Instagram that's Dating Funnies. And if you wish to email me, you can email me at datingfunnies at gmail.com. Until next week, have fun. And who are you rooting for for the Super Bowl? You know, the 49ers are are on my side of the states. But, you know, I'm going to go for the Kansas City Chiefs. I kind of like them. I think they have more offense power. And they got a pretty good defense. So, Go Kansas City Chiefs. Enjoy watching the game. It'd be kind of fun to see all the new commercials that they'll have this year, too.